Terrible Warrior episode on a Friday? Oh, wait. This isn't a Terrible Warrior episode. It's the first episode from the Cambridge Chronicles. What is the Cambridge Chronicles, you ask? Oh, it's our new show. You see, Mike the Birdman Dodd, he, uh, he went and did a thing. He sat down to play what he thought was going to be a one-shot Dungeons & Dragons campaign with some friends of his in his house out in Guelph. Then they just kept playing. And playing. And playing. And, you know, they recorded the whole thing. We didn't have room for it on the Terrible Warriors. We, we do one-shot stories. We rotate with all of our friends from across the country. What are we going to do with a hundred Dungeons & Dragons episodes? Well, why don't we do a spin-off show? For the first four episodes, we'll be introducing you to the Cambridge Chronicles here on the Terrible Warrior feed. But when that preview is over, if you want to continue to follow the Chronicles, you'll have to subscribe to the new podcast at terriblewarriors.com slash Cambridge Chronicles. This is part one of the Cambridge Chronicles preview, a new actual play podcast by the Terrible Warriors. Throughout the ages... There have been heroes and warriors who've embarked on quests to save faraway lands and free the people from would-be conquerors. Today, legends are told from the tales of our terrible warriors. Chronicles of an unlikely group of nerdy adventurers armed only with their dice, some pretty stupid ideas, and a horseshoe up their butt as they come together to save the day in the Cambridge Chronicles. Seriously? Couldn't find anyone better. Welcome to Terrible Warriors. I am your dungeon master, Mike the Birdman Dot from ThisWeekInGeek.net. But I'm not alone as I track through the Sword Coast in the world of Faerun. We are playing Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition, and this is kind of like a one shot that may go to an extra session. We'll see what happens tomorrow. We're going to see what happens. But I'm not alone as I trek along the Sword Coast. I am joined with my co hosts, or I guess my XO from the USS Motherfucker. Uh, I guess I'd be the XO Commander Motherfucker Alex. Yeah, uh, that's what Justin says. I'm in charge of a ship, the USS Motherfucker. I'm running with it. But I'm also joined by one of my good friends, one of my old college roommates, David Double D Dennis. Yes, who has, as you, back. which if you listen to our Patreon exclusive briefing, you would know some things about Dave. But if you want to find out more, you're going to have to pay me a buck or five or something. Either way. You'll find out why he's the double D. You'll find exactly. You'll find out oh why. My. Ladies. <laughs> just oh saying. But I'm also joined by one of my good friends from college, another man I've not seen in a number of years. AJ the St. Bernard. So yes, guys, we are playing Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition tonight. Um, well, what's gonna happen? Well, we're gonna set the stage for our three characters, and tell me if you've heard this joke before. A bard, a cleric. And a druid walk into a bar. I don't know the punchline to this, but I'm sure we're going to find out. Because, hey, it's Terrible Warriors. Something stupid always happens on this show. I'm sure one of them's going to get stabbed in the ball sack. Our, our stupid happens. thing already is that... doesn't have a ball sack to stab. That's right. Unless you know, I yeah. steal someone else's ball sack and You stab could that. do that. The, I think <laughs> the stupid thing is we have no, like, melee fighter class, really. Yeah. Well, your, your druid is the strongest fighter. No, I am. Are, are you? <laughs> well, I, well, let's go around the table and, and introduce everybody's character. We're going to start with Dave, 
who this is your second time playing D&D. Yeah, so I'm trying to get reaccustomed to it. Uh, so, yeah, my character is named Ikuns. If you can figure <laughs> out what that means, that's uh, good for you. Again, another thing that was kind of explained earlier. I'm shaking my head if you can't see it far. <laughs> um, but yeah, she, I'm playing a female character, is a, a tiefling bard. So I was reading a lot in the book, doing some research before the show. Tieflings uh, have like a like a satanic heritage almost. Kind of uh, like that infernal taint to them. Yeah. <laughs> so <taint>. almost like... <laughs> Thanks, AJ. You're welcome. <laughs> Almost, shines almost like, almost like Hellboy, kind of like they yeah, can yeah, be yeah. good people, but they're constantly everyone suspects the worst of them. Because Is your nickname like the Tainter? <laughs> it could be, it could be. I gave I gave my character a little bit of a backstory that uh, her grandmother raised her to be super proficient in the harp, so she can, as a bard, she can like. Not control people's minds, but maybe sway their opinions and kind of change their opinions of her with her beautiful music that she writes and performs and produces all by herself. <laughs> She's going to be a YouTube star. Yeah. yeah. All right, She's moving a taintress. On, moving on to our next. We'll go with uh, AJ next. All right. I, uh, I ended up with a uh, wood elf. Uh, what is it? Wood elf? Yeah. yeah. Wood elf cleric. Which is an interesting... Um... And this is something where we went into a lot of detail in our uh, briefing, which, like I said, you can find exclusively on Patreon. Uh, this was the result of rolling 3D6 <laughs> and saying, I'm taking your power gaming bullshit and throwing it out. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to randomly choose a class. So which I rolled is a really cool. I rolled a D12. Well, I guess they have to find out the other way for everything. Yeah. Um, but my character's name is Absalom, which is another random name generator thing. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be, uh, your healer slash a little bit of smiting slash a little bit of, uh... Don't look people, him right in the face. People right generally, the- yeah, we generally don't like your character. You have very <laughs> Well, he's kind charisma. of religious. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So one of my roles was a five. One of my other rolls was a four, and we only got to re-roll once, so I had to keep the five. So I am an ugly duckling. <laughs> see, and that's Who what farts I, a lot. You see, this is why I'm really proud of AJ, because he's stuck with it. Most people are like, my character sucks! But nope, he's going to roll with the punches. That's why he is a terrible warrior now. Mucho respect. And finally, the Gravy Moose himself... <laughs> yeah, that's my Twitter. Oh, <laughs> uh, I am playing Dargo Stillhill, affectionately known in his region as the Bear Fucker, for reasons that everybody in town knows. Uh, the I well, I guess I may as well go into it. I am a rock gnome druid, and uh, he got that moniker from years and years and years ago, helping save the township and village from a dire bear attack where he slew the the I guess alpha male the largest dire bear and he just got to be referred to as the bear fucker because he fucks up bears and I have to sit beside this guy yeah. although <laughs> because of the village that he's traveling to the village of Cambridge along the shores of the sword coast 
something gets lost in translation, and when they hear the bear fucker, they assume Ugh, they, they assume the worst. But uh, no, 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 it's an order thing. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, some things are lost. Uh, he also in, including his background. There's a couple prized possessions he has. He has a. a wooden shield that uh, he's adorned with the skull of one of the bears he's killed and he his, his quarter quarter staff is made up. He can't even say it. He can't even say it. <laughs> now, what is the medical term for this? I'm looking that up again because I, I want to get it wrong. I believe it's baculum. That sounds right. Give yeah. me one second. I gotta look up dick bone again. <laughs> the maturity right. just shines through at this table. But hey, you wouldn't be playing terrible warriors. Yeah, it's baculum. Yeah, it's made out of the out of the alpha male's baculum. Uh, and being a rock gnome, I'm fairly small, and a dire bear's penis would be very large. Thank so you. I basically turned his dick and dick bone into a quarterstaff. So, so you're basically whacking people with a giant dire yes, bear penis. Yes, and it's affectionately referred to as bone crusher. I love it. I really do. Okay, so to set the scene for gentlemen. So we begin as we do most often on the road. And we begin on the roads leading into Cambridge. It's probably about a half day's ride. A lot of villages are near Cambridge, so it's like the central port town where people come to trade. It's north of Waterdeep. And uh, you guys are traveling in a covered wagon. Because uh, the Lord of the Land, Lord Kilsh, has uh, summons for adventurers as uh, he is uh, seeking to retrieve something that has been lost to him, something that is incredibly valuable and willing to make handsomely for it. And he thinks uh, that perhaps an adventuring party such as yourselves could do it. Now, many people have gone on this adventure and not come back for various, yeah. for various regions. Reasons, I should say. Um, your bard, actually, um, Ikun, was it? Ikuns. Ikuns <laughs> has actually uh, been playing in some of the little taverns along the way and has uh, been listening to what exactly the Lord of the Land looking for. So if you want to roll me your, I guess this would be an intelligence check because you're tuned into rumors and everything through some of your bardic performances and talking with bar patrons, you've heard some things. So roll me a d20 and tell me the result that you get. All right. It's a five. All right. Well, Lord <laughs> well, Kilsh is... You do add your into it. Yeah, yeah. So what's your intelligence modifier? Uh, Twelve. So plus one. Okay. So you know Lord Kilsh is looking for people. A lot of people are like, oh, yeah, he just... He's rich. What do you want? He wants more money. Whatever. He probably lost some stupid vase and you have to go get it back. But hey, it's easy money. Because uh, you look at the people you're traveling with, you got the bear fucker, which people I, I, I love. Am, I am the local, right? Yeah, you are the local. People know you, like you. They see you in the street. They give you fist bumps. They're like, "Hey, bear fucker!" And you're like, "Yep, good morning." You know, I kind of picture your character looking like Walter from The Big Lebowski, just a midget gnome. Midget gnome with, with bear, bear fur, bear <laughs> skull shield, with, bear. with the gun and the beard and the glasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not wrong. Just I'm just, don't break just an the rules, asshole. Guys. <laughs> so you guys traveling in the wagon, like I said, it's probably about <laughs> mid-afternoon. It's a gorgeous day. There's not a cloud in the sky. And uh, you, Absalon, have been sent by your local um, I guess clergy, clergy ministry, yeah. and uh, you are to go as a member of good faith 
to go and help the Lord of the land. Perhaps he's willing to fill the coffers of the local clergy in exchange for your help in retrieving this. Um, do you wish to roll anything else? Maybe you've heard something from other uh, members of the clergy. This would be an intelligence roll. See if you can recall any specific information. Yeah, yeah I got a minus one in. This is not going to be good. You're not the sharpest tool in the shed, but you're not an idiot either. Here you go. You got a nine. You got a nine. Well, you don't gain too much more than Ikunas. You know he's looking for something. A lot of the details are kind of sketchy. You know Lord Kilsh to be very vain. Like, he likes... He's a richy rich. He likes his stuff. He likes the finest furs, quilts, everything, right? It's very um, opulent, right? So you're kind of guessing your clergy's like, hey, man, and I'm holding out my hand making the uh, money notion. You're like, hey, come on, help us out here. So that's why you're going. Plus, uh, you're kind of hoping maybe along the way because you do suffer from, uh, you're not the most attractive man in your clergy. I I wear a mask, probably. You you wear a mask. (laughs) Yeah, I'll wear a mask. (laughs) That perhaps maybe the court mage could help you. There might be something you could perhaps offer him. So if you could bring back whatever Lord Kilsh desires, maybe you're in line to ask for a favor in addition to helping out the clergy. And that comes to you, Dargo, de bear fucker. Yes. You have been out in the wild just kind of running around, basically trying to live up to your namesake, hunting more dire bears. You've been tracking one for days, but you lost its scent. And you're like, you know what? I gotta go home. I gotta bed and breakfast run. Correct. So you're traveling with... Oh, I absolutely do run a bed and breakfast for wayward travelers. So you are traveling with Ikumis. It's not an inn. It's not a bar. It's a bed and breakfast. Oh, man. So you're traveling with these two, this uh, cleric who insists on hiding his face, this beautiful tifling woman who likes to strum on her heart traveling down the road. What are you guys going to do? Uh, You've been on the road for maybe two hours. Now, are we? Here's the thing: Are we traveling? Am I traveling back home essentially? Yeah, more or less. Going home. You're like, I'm, say, you're like, I'm not walking. Either okay, I'll, I'll turn to my fellow travelers and say, "Do you guys need a place to stay?" Well, Ooh. yeah, we've been on the road for a long time, Mister. Mister what? The <laughs> bear fucker. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, I've got a place. Uh, I've got a little land, and and if you're willing to, you know, help cook breakfast for the rest of the of my guests, then uh, you have a place to stay tonight. I don't know if anyone wants to see me cook their breakfast. You can wash the dishes. <laughs> okay. I do make a mean bacon and eggs, so I'll help. Anyway so I, I, I say we've we've. Plan to? Are we doing anything before we go back to, to take a rest? We've been traveling a while, right? Yeah, you've been on the road, like I said. All a right, couple of hours. so let's let's figure we're we're gonna send, spend the night, and then from there we can you know gather our things and go. All right, go what see time what of day about. is it? It's about mid afternoon, no later oh, okay. than two or three o'clock. Oh, so we, we've got a place to stay once we get to where we're going. Yep, you should be in Cambridge by like six. It's, it's, so it's just it's in like time for dinner, hours. and yeah, grab a meal, and we can unwind. Okay, so a couple hours pass, and you eventually come into the village of Cambridge. It's got these huge cobblestone streets, the typical medieval housing you would expect. Basically, think of um, not as quite as well off as a King's Landing from Game of Thrones. Like the Beauty and the Beast town? That's yeah, what I'm exactly. thinking of. <laughs> think that. Think like the Beauty and the Beast town. So, very nice houses. You know which areas of the city to stay out of. You know, going down to the docks is asking for uh, trouble. Stuff like that. 
You come into the city, dusk is just starting to hit, the sun is just starting to crest over the horizon, starting to set. Things seem quiet tonight. Like, unusual. I mean, right now, there's usually the festival of the sun, which means that's why you're out hunting. You're out hunting to basically bring back more meat. But tonight, the festivities seem unusually muted. Considering Lord Kilsh is like, this is my time, man. And so I'm, I'm assuming that uh, being from town, I naturally notice this first. Uh, give me a perception check. Right, so that would be here. intelligence plus perception. Intelligence plus perception. And that's your passive. So let's see. So he would roll over. He has to roll over a 12, right, AJ? Yeah. For his passive? Yeah. No, passive is just 12. Okay. But he has it. Okay. Roll me your perception plus intelligence. It's not quite... And what, what, how many die is that? Or what is that? It's your D20. It's your D20. Okay. Yep. And you already have per, uh, perception on here. Okay. On your page. On yeah. your skills page. Yeah, I'm a little it. rusty with D&D, guys. So it's this wi- is... And perception is wisdom. Okay, wisdom. Okay. Yeah. So go ahead and roll it. Okay. Okay. So are you uh, rolling from your phone? Or yeah, you gonna... I'm going to roll from my phone because it's easier right now. Okay, yeah, that's fine. All out. It's a D20, right? right? Yep. And do I, for the modifier, do I add anything to that or... Uh, Just your whatever your intel, what your not input, your uh, perception is. Oh, add the twelve to the modifier. No, no, uh, it'll be up here. Oh, sorry, perception plus two, so I added two to that, right? Yeah, plus two. Okay, so Dargo is rolling twenty-one. Twenty-one, phenomenal success. That's really good. So you're looking around, and normally the streets are filled with music, musicians, bards. People having a really good time. Street vendors. Nothing. Like, it's weird. Like, you can hear the normal din of other bars, taverns, and restaurants and other so establishments. I'm, I'm looking left and right, and I'm sniffing the air. Yeah, you're like... Going, Something's fucky. Yeah, it's weird. It's quiet. It's too quiet. <laughs> Some, something's real fucky, guys. You, that might be your quarterstaff. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you guys going to do? You can visit Lord Kilsch tomorrow morning. As you've just come yeah. into town. Or you can visit him tonight if you're so inclined. He will be up having parties, but it, whether the court uh, lets you in to visit him. Well, I was going to say, guys, if you want to go check it out, I am a local. They know me. I'm well-liked. You want to go see if we can go in and see what the hell's going on? Well, I don't know if people take too kindly to me being a tiefling in a new town. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But... Perhaps I could try to play a song to win people over <clears throat> and then see if they'll uh, open up a little maybe, bit. Maybe we, we go and I could introduce myself and say I've got entertainment with us. There okay. And AJ can be like a sideshow freak kind of thing. We can like, like put a, him in the back. Is there, is there a shrine to Mistra here? <laughs> yes. In town there, there is. is a there. shrine to Mistra? Yep. Uh, I'd like to go to that shrine and okay. pay my respects. All right, so are you going to join him, or are you guys going to split off? I, is, I don't want to go to a it, shrine. If it's along the mm-hmm. way, we can stay outside while he goes in. Okay, all place. right, so you go along the way yeah, to the shrine to Mishra. Yeah, I can play, I can kind of busk near the shrine. So you come to this really huge stone building. It has the nine stars with the red mist around the one star. I think that's how it was described in the book. And you notice the clergy has left for the day. There's the monk who attends to basically making sure the doors are locked, that, you know, everybody's fed and whatnot. But basically, everyone's gone home or they're asleep. Yeah. So you come into the shrine, and uh, what are you going to do? You notice there are candles and torches lit. Uh, I'm going to go to the uh, 
altar, I guess. The altar, I'll, I'll pray a bit, and then I'll uh, give a donation of a gold. Okay, so you do that, you put a donation into the donation plate, and you feel a sense of warmth and happiness come over, as your god definitely senses your presence in this place, and you feel at peace, although... While you feel at peace, you do get the subtle intonation in your ear. You almost hear a whisper says, be on your guard. Alrighty. So, And then you, I, the monk that's there? Yep, the monk um, comes up too. He calls himself Peter. Peter? Peter. <laughs> uh, I'll ask him uh, about Lord Kilsh and he's like, see if he knows anything. He's like, ah, yes, Lord Kilsh is expecting you. Hopefully, um, once you've had a chance to rest for the evening, my good sir, um, you can go in the morning and... Uh, represent us rather well as um, you may look around the donation plate is empty and uh, we have people to feed unfortunately and while we do rely on good charity Lord Kilsh is charitable to a limit unfortunately as our our congregation grows we are at we're at a disadvantage right now do you know what he's looking for? (sighs) he says I'm going to roll a d20, and I rolled a natural 20. He knows exactly (laughs) what you're looking for. He goes, well, when I was delivering the uh, wine delivery that we give him every week, I overheard some of the court talking to some of the adventuring parties that are going out. And it seems to me, from what I heard anyway, Lord Kilsh's youngest daughter has been kidnapped. Oh my. And um, there's pirates along the cove. They suspect one of the pirate captains has taken her hostage. And that is what Lord Kilsh seeks. Now, it's not well known that his youngest daughter has run off because she's known to be very fancy-free and very flighty, very, very, very much her age. I mean, what do you expect of a 16-year-old unwed girl? But um, she has decided to leave and seek her fortune elsewhere. So, if she has indeed been kidnapped by these pirates that occasionally raid here in town, the the Lord's Guard is only so effective. And uh, Lord Kilsh is worried. That's why he sought outside help to perhaps uh, bolster the ranks of the city guard and perhaps give the people some new heroes so that they may celebrate them. That's why things are so commuted tonight. A lot of the court has gathered at Lord Kilsh's manor tonight and to uh, basically learn just how things are going. So a lot of the city's guard is on extra patrol tonight, so that's put a lot of folks at unease tonight. I, I, I thank you very much, and here's another gold for the offering plate. He nods his, uh, he nods his shaved head, puts, his, puts a hooded robe back over, and walks back away into the darkness. And I'll go out to meet these guys. All right. <laughs> okay. You see... Um, Absalom come out of the shrine. I'll basically explain what the monk said. He a holy glow about him. <laughs> I'll explain what the monk told me. We're like, hey, what's up? What did, did so, you find uh, anything out? Lord Kilsh's daughter's missing. I think pirates have her. I'll be like, which really? one first? <laughs> Is she hot? <laughs> she's extremely <laughs> beautiful. You would get this from Peter. She's, she's more beautiful than I'll ever be able to see. Nice. Perhaps she Your shall be my prize. Nice. <laughs> nice. And, and I, I'm just standing there, because I'm assuming 
right now that I know the family. Yeah, you. That I, you that I, know that the I, I'm just giving the the sort of a semi evil eye over uh, over at Ikunas. Ikunas <laughs> and just being like, yeah, okay, okay. Not the type of place. <laughs> Not right now. Keep it in your pants, even though you're a woman. All right, I do have a tail. Try to keep keep it tail. in your pants. Keep it in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, you would know the family. Uh, Lord Kilsch has five daughters. A lot of them have married off to yeah. low, to wealthy business owners. They, they would have been the ones that uh, gave me the land to have my bed and breakfast after I helped them out. Yeah, basically. When I saved the town back in the day. You're sort of like the exterminator from Arachnophobia. When yeah. stupid crap goes down, they know who to call. Basically, yeah. you're De Bear Fucker and De Vermin yeah. Exterminator. It's, it, like, it's, it's weird <laughs> that I'm, I, you know, I'm, a, I'm a rock gnome, and they're just like, but he's also the town savior. Or was one, one of them. Once again, you're John Goodman from yeah. Arachnophobia. Um, I, I don't know why you're just John Goodman in this that, that works. <laughs> no matter why, you're always going to be a John Goodman character <laughs> of some kind. King Ralph. Mini John Goodman. So, yeah, you know the family. Um, like I said, you do find it a, a very unusual display that there'd be such a military presence to keep the streets quiet, especially during the Festival of the Sun. Yeah, okay. So, so I'm, I'm keeping that sort of just in the back of my mind. Okay. Going, hmm, are there any animals about? Uh, you see a couple of stray cats. You always hear the town dog barking. It's this beagle that has kind of a lazy eye. And, and it just runs around barking at randomly. There's a town well, and it won't stop barking at the town well. But it uh, always goes home at 5 o'clock, which is always kind of weird. Okay. So it's it's home now. Yeah, because it's getting. It's late. home now. It's okay. home now, but you can hear it barking. I mumble under and my breath, and that strikes you as kind of strange. I, I mumble under my breath. I'm gonna have to have a talk with him. <laughs> All right. So what are you guys going to do? You're standing outside the shrine. About an hour's passed since he went in and talked to uh, Peter. It's it's dusk now, so the stars have come out. There's enough. There's enough uh, from the streets. Like, Torches have come on. They see well enough into the darkness, though for none of you it's a problem. Yeah, we yeah. all have dark vision. <laughs> yeah, you all have dark vision, so it yeah. might as well be noon. So <laughs> at that, I'm, I turn to you guys and I say, "Well, what do you, would you like to do? Are we going to go sleep?" And and the the was it the the was it the priest? Yeah, the priest said that they're expecting us tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. So do you guys want to just get some rest and? Uh, Everybody roll me perception, please. All right. Is it a roll, or are we passively, like, let... Roll it, yeah, for okay. sure. <laughs> what? I have music ringing in my ears. You definitely, like... <laughs> What'd you roll? Six. <laughs> I also rolled a six. I rolled 12. <laughs> you... Brutal. Kind of, out of the corner of your eye... You see a man dressed in very loose clothing, like, kind of like, like a hood, and he has, like, on, like, um, a rope belt, and you can see the glint of, of a dagger, and he seems to be eyeing you, you guys up. He looks at you, meets your gaze specifically, Drago, or Dargo, and just slips back right into the shadows. I go, tough. Fuck's Do you going recognize on? this man? And as I Darling? say, shadows because you have dark vision. Yeah. He literally melts into the shadows. Oh boy! Dun, dun, so, dun. Hey, um, what? Anybody else see what I just saw? Did anybody else see anybody? 
just melt into know. nothing. We rolled a six, so probably not. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's I was pretty staring at the beautiful stars. Go, uh, <laughs> you guys might not believe this, but I just saw somebody disappear into thin air. What? What? <laughs> yeah, something is afoot. Sounds like it. Should we go after him? Or... Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I want to go have a drink. Okay, so nothing bad has happened yet, so... Hey, you just saw a guy just watching you. Yeah, we should keep that in mind, that there may be people watching us. Why don't we go back to my bed and breakfast and see if we have any patrons and eat and have a few drinks and go to bed. Okay, so what do you call your bed and breakfast? <laughs> oh, you have yeah. to come back to me. It changes. The bear's den? That works. That's, that's good. That's, that's <laughs> okay. That works. So you go to the bear's den. You come in. The place is actually pretty good. You have a half-orc behind your bar named Marty. He tends to, he tends to bar most, m- most evenings. He does it because he doesn't want to go home to his wife. She's, well, frankly, kind of a bitch. <laughs> so he's there cleaning mugs. There's a bunch of elves in the corner. They're just sitting there laughing it up. You see a couple people you recognize from around town. You see the guy who lights all the torches, the guy who maintains the city well, the city tax collector. So, and they're all just sitting having stew and stew and bread and whatnot. There is no bard on tonight. Um... Your other bard left left town. He should be back in about a week and a half. Well, it just so happens. We just so happens. I was going to say, I come in, I, uh, I give uh, Marty a nod, saying, hey, He's no, like, no, boss, extra, no extra food. He's like, boss, don't worry. I got it coming right up. Who's your lady friend? Well, and, you, and you slip right in front of me. <laughs> yeah. You see Marty, this half-orc, grin with like a half-broken tusk. He looks like he's... His face kind of looks kind of messed up. He's been in more than a few bar fights. But to me, it makes him a little bit sexy. I'll admit. <laughs> and of course, I have to introduce myself. I am Ikoons. And if... You would be so polite. I could be your entertainment for this evening, since I noticed you have no bard or entertainment of any Just kind. his entertainment. <laughs> He's like, well, love, if you'd go up by the hearth, I would definitely comp you and your friends meet. Of course, with the boss's permission, of course. Well, uh, I have wait, been wait craving some drinks after this long journey. All right, so you so. get up to the front of the hearth. Everyone kind of turns their attention toward you. You see one of the elves kind of go... Look at this bitch. And I just you, kind of... You hear that clear as day. But I'm used to it at this point, so yeah. I just kind of shrug it off. I know when I play my music, I'm going to win him over. All right. So, so I think performance is a charisma check, is it not? It's actually on here. There is a performance check. Yep. All right. So oh. roll me performance. I'm what, a 20? Yep. On a d20. Yeah, Let's see how... Skills are always a 20. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> One. you got Good the worst Great. performance ever. You basically called the elves. I, I shat my pants on stage. <laughs> so you decide to sing an epic poem. Unfortunately, you manage to call every elf in the world a cunt. And Which makes me look at you. Yeah, basically, Absalom shoots you a look, and these elves are like, 
Is that right? Dargo's in the back laughing audibly loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you understood it clear as day. Basically, uh, all elves are dandelion eaters. You're all lo- you're all floofy floof, and you can't fight to save your lives. An el- a clearly an elven ranger stands up. He's more than a little tipsy. The guy reeks of blueberry mead. He's like, Listen here, devil bitch. If I can't... He pukes on his shoes. <laughs> Where is I going with this? Oh, yeah. We're going to fuck or fight. Your choice. Either way, you owe me an apology. He pukes oh. on his shoes again. <clears throat> well, you're in no condition to fuck, and I feel oh, like... Oh, yeah? <laughs> I've already got a good thing going on with the bartender, so I'm voting for the fight. He's like, all right. He's drunk, so he's at a minus initiative, so... If you guys <laughs> minus <want> a few <laughs> things. Yeah, he's minus a few things. So he gets a 17... Uh-oh. Oh, damn. Are we all getting in on this? <laughs> it's up to you. Like, he basically, he puts up his fist. He's like, all right, bitch. Is it going to turn into a barroom brawl? And I'm, I'm sitting back, and if it gets really bad, I'm going to have to eject some people. Actually, you know what? I'm sitting back, too, because you're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still laughing. You're like, hell you, guys. <laughs> Just all laughing. Right. At oh, I also rolled a 17. Okay, so you both... No. So yeah. I'm going to say, Dave, you both tie... Ty goes to the defender, as far as I'm concerned. So you can go first. So, so he tries to throw a punch at you. You're able to just kind of sidestep it. What are you going to do? A drunken punch, so he's off balance. Ah. So, let's see. What are my attributes? Well, you can do uh, an unarmed... Which is one yeah. d four damage, I think, or one d two. Yeah, D2. I'm not gonna use a weapon on a drunk guy and like murder him or yeah. something. I'm just gonna. Thank you for not being a murder hobo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna punch him back. All right, basically. so roll me d twenty and let's see if your attack hits. Whoa, it's nineteen. Okay, so it's plus your strength. I can strength, fight so better than I can sing. Minus <laughs> one, so seventeen yeah. or eighteen is still good. Seventeen hits him. His armor class is pants. <laughs> <laughs> So you sock him right in the gut. You deal two points of damage to him. He starts throwing up his dinner. And he's like, oh, yeah? Oh, let me show you something. Uh Uh-oh. He starts to wind up. He takes the big dramatic boxer punch and completely falls on his face. He has face planted right in front of you. I tell his friends, pick him up and take him out. He's done for the night. His friends look at him and like, oh, don't you worry. We'll be back when he's not puking. But we'll be back. Mostly because our stuff's here, but we'll take him out for the night. Yeah. So the three elves pick up their elven ranger buddy, who's just cursing you up and down the whole way. And you drag, he's outside, and he's like, that tiefling bitch! I would have shown her something! Why is my penis so small? <laughs> and you just hear them laugh. It's because you're drunk, you stupid fuck. And I, I walk up to Coons and go, "Oh, I'm going to sing a great song." Blah blah blah. Everybody sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
You're hired, by the way. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the rest of the bar room says, good show, good show. I'm entertaining, if nothing else. <laughs> so, we're si- like, I'm sitting at the table. Are we sitting at the same table? Oh, yeah, we were sitting at the back. Okay. And are people looking at us right now? Uh, I would assume they know me. They know my personality. They're, oh, yeah. Things are going back to normal. So I really wonder what happens when I take my face mask down to take a drink. <laughs> I take, All right. Okay, go ahead. Because that's what I'm doing. All right, so you do as such. Um, <laughs> and I, I look and go, ew. I'm like Deadpool <laughs> times five. Marty, looks <laughs> at, Marty takes a big sip of his big um, flagon of ale. And he's like, man, you're an ugly cunt, aren't you? Here, have another. So thank you, and so are you. And I, we'll be I, hungry. We'll be ugly cunts together. Yeah. I just turn and ask. So what's the deal with all of that? And point in your general face direction. I was born this way. Oh, okay. Wow. Just like Lady. Gaga. When they tell you to keep your face inside the wagon, you keep your face inside the wagon. <laughs> is it is it like scars? Is it like boils? Uh, like like what do you have on your face? Just general Just, general deformities and, and... Yeah. Yeah, he looks like he maybe caught some disease as a kid and it wasn't caught in time. Maybe from the mother. Like like really dry skin or Are something? we back to perfect? No, that's not. No, like, no, that was horrible. Baby. Baby. No. <laughs> you It was wrong in so many ways. <laughs> Ah! Okay, now I'm being attacked by balls, <laughs> by poop. Okay, but yeah, just generally you just have an unfortunate face. I'm unfortunately ugly. Okay. Yes. So the rest of the evening passes by without any more incident. People come and go. The mood in your establishment seems to be pretty lively. Though, seeing that group of adventurers, you've never seen them before, but you presume they're here for the same reason you guys are. Yeah, I was going to say, they weren't locals. The locals knew to laugh and, and, and brush it off with us. Exactly. Yeah. So I just let out a huge fart in-game. Alright. In-game. Oh. Do you let it go? <laughs> the city tax collector. You're clearing the room. This burly-looking uh, human male just kind of looks at you and goes, Jesus, boy. And he's like... Dargo, I'm going now. I know. That's enough of that. I'll talk to you later, Frank. (laughs) All right. So Frank leaves. (laughs) All right. So what are you guys going to do? You guys going to go to bed for the evening? I was going to say I I talked to Marty, dismiss him, give him his pay for the night. He's like, all right, boss, I'm going up to my room. I'll have breakfast for you boys nice and early. So he's... I was so, yeah. hoping to stay well, and flirt with I, Marty a little bit longer. But I was going to say I'm I, disappointed that the bar is well. Closing. Marty's decided to stay <laughs> at the bar tonight because he ain't going home to his wife. He's yeah. like, man, fuck that noise. I was going to say, and I, I decide I'm going to lock up and and uh, for the night because of the odd oddness that happened outside, I decide to close the windows and and literally lock those too. All right, so you do as such. Boarding you lock up the, the place, place up. Yeah. yeah, not not like we're fortifying it, but we're locking up all the doors. We're not leaving anything to chance. In case it was raining, sort of. Yeah, thing. That, that sort of yeah. thing. You know, I'm not propping anything against the door. I'm just making sure everything's closed. Normal. Secure. Yeah. Okay, so you do as such. The rest of the evening passes by relatively without without incident. Although during the night, Ikunas, give me another perception check. Okay, the eighteen. You are woken up from your sleep. You hear a rattle 
at your window. You can just Uh-oh. hear something just going click, 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 click. All right, I try not to wake up Marty, who's okay. sleeping next to me. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Marty's like, <clears throat> I get Your wife out of can bed. never know. <laughs> and go to the window to check out what's going on. What could be making that noise? You uh, peek out the window, and you see someone fiddling with, like, thieves' tools. They can't see you just from the angle you're on, but you can see them. And they're trying to pick the lock. On account of the dark vision. Exactly, basically. Oh. You can see them, but they can't see you. Okay. And they're fiddling with Wait, it. They don't look like they're having much luck. Am I on, like, the ground floor? You or? are on the second floor. It's only one floor up, so it's not a huge distance. But they're, like, on the ground, and I can see them. Yeah. Okay. Well... I don't want to... I kind of want to catch them red-handed. So I think I'm going to sneak downstairs without telling anyone. Okay, roll me sneak. So that's... Stealth. Stealth. Uh, stealth plus dexterity. Yeah. Uh, should I have a number next to stealth? If you yeah, have anything it, there. It's basically <laughs> your stat... So it's dex. And if you're proficient, it adds a two. If not, it's just your dex number. Okay, so, so, it's, just so it's, just a, it's just your roll. Okay. Uh, eight. Mm. All right, so <laughs> you don't sneak very sneakily down the stairs because the place is, the stairs in the bear's den are quite old. Your they creak. Actually, yeah. I wonder really if I hear it being only in a trance. Roll it. With my passive being 14, but. All right, we'll see what you find. <laughs> oh, yeah, I hear them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm snoring. What did you away. roll? I got a 20. 20 oh, yeah. total. <laughs> this wakes you, like, snaps you right out of it. Whoa. I'll, uh, I'll follow mm. him. All right, so you guys make your way downstairs, creaking on the stairs as you go. You hear the guy go, shit. Uh-oh. So now, is the, can I, I can unlock the door from the inside, yes. right, to run after him? Yep. Yep. So clearly he's noticed us, so I'm going to, like, run after the guy. Okay, so you fling the door open. You see this, um, Like, hey, you asshole. You see this kid, no older than 16, going, um, fuck. <laughs> and he starts bolting down the street. Let's chase after him. So you guys okay. just let me sleep, right? <laughs> yep. Okay. Yep. Like, we don't want to know if there's a bear in there. Hey, kid, what are you doing? Yeah, chase after him. <laughs> okay, so he starts running, so everybody roll me a dexterity. That we'll, we'll just call this a simple chase. It's How fast can he run? He's running about 30 feet. He's really So fast. run is double, so he's 60? Yeah, he's I can catch booking. him. Okay. Because I'm 35, so I can... Are you going to try and tackle him, maybe? Yeah. Okay, roll me a dexterity, then. Try and grab uh, him. I think that's acrobatics. To like... Oh, yeah, well, you can try and take his legs out if yeah. you want to. All right, what'd you roll? Well, I still got a seven, so it's not that great. <laughs> All right, so you missed. try and dive after him. His feet just fall out of your grasp. Although he's I like, also ah. have acrobatics. All right, yeah, yeah, you do I have a number next to that? Yes. I don't know if I did this earlier. Uh, it'll be <laughs> your dex plus your proficiency if you're proficient in it. So it'd be 12? So, no, not plus 10. So uh, your dex? Right? Which is, is 10. Is 10, so it's 0. Okay. Uh, plus 2. So you have a plus 2 acrobatics. Oh, okay. That's not burning. 
Yeah, so Blair's roll, boiling water. So I tea. have to roll for acrobatics, and I also can run 30 feet, so it would be like the same as 60, him. yeah. Or, and I rolled a 10. So you get uh, 10 plus 2. But, oh, yeah. So, so 12. 12. You got right. a 12. So you got a 12, so this kid is able to outpace you as well. You see him dart into an alleyway, and as you catch up to him, he's gone. Uh, where I think he would be, I'm going to cast Thaumaturgy okay. and make a small tremor on the ground to de- see if I can destabilize where he would have been. Okay. Roll it, it. It's actually just a cantrip, and there's no... Okay, way. so you just... So I ju- it just happens. happens. All right, so you cast a spell where you think he is. Yeah. Nothing happens. Okay. Don't hear, like, a thud Yeah, or you anything. don't hear a thud or anything. All right. So, what are you guys going to do now? This guy's just gone. Double back to the... Uh, to the bed and breakfast. Alright. You gonna wake up uh, Dargo or wait until morning and tell him? Wait until morning. Okay. Yeah. So the rest I'm of the evening passes so by without any further incident. And uh, you guys wake up, you got a nice breakfast of um, of meat and potatoes and eggs. It's filling. It's a breakfast fit protein. for a lord, basically. Yeah, a lot of protein. <laughs> you have a nice cup of morning ale because, hey, why the hell not? And, um, you guys going to start making your way to Lord Kilsha's? You're going to catch up, uh, Dargo, what's going on? Or what, what's the plan, gentlemen? Uh, we'll, we'll tell him about, like, someone trying to break in, but. And I'll be like, that's, yeah, that's kind strange. Of that, that doesn't usually know. happen, to be honest. Yeah, you're pretty well liked. There's, yeah. there's usually one break-in attempt a month, because there is a thieves' guild in town. Yeah, but, but even then, a lot of the <clears> thieves... People like you. A lot of, like, like, it'll be somebody new to the thieves' guild, and then somebody higher up goes, no, that's the guy that saved the town. Yeah, exactly. So that's a little weird. Yeah. Not out of the ordinary, but weird. <laughs> so, um, you guys eat You guys eat your breakfast, you gear up, you guys going to have... Um, you start making your way across town towards Lord Kilsha's Manor. You come, you see this huge, gigantic stone building. It's very, it's got like huge banners on the side with like a lion on it, stuff like that. You see tons of uh, guardsmen outside dressed in full plate mail. Uh, They're wearing like red sashes, which is sort of like his, um, I guess, sort of his official house thing. Um, And they all look at you and goes, and who might you gentlemen be? Like, oh, Dargo, we know you. Yeah. You're expected. Who are... Who's who's the bitch, and what's this? I'm wearing a mask. Can't see yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> and who and what the fuck are you? These are my party mates. Uh, I've heard that... that uh, the Lord, what's the Lord's name? Kil- Kilsh. Lord Kilsh. Yeah, I had a brain fart. In, in character. Uh, the Lord... Uh, 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 Lord Kilsh. Yeah. That he's looking for adventurers, and that it, he's suggesting parties show up. He's like, "Oh, well, I guess if he summoned you, the well, I guess something's up." I, I, I was going to say he, he asked me to come, and I see a lot more of you guys out in, in the open than usual. Is, is it something serious? He goes, "Actually, give me a charisma check. We're going to see if you can get something out of him." Alrighty. Investigation. You, yeah, you, you can all try this if you'd like. <laughs> no. <laughs> Would you like? No, this? no investigation <laughs> for me. My, my charisma is plus two. We have investigation on there. Yeah, it's, it's only a plus one. Yeah. 
You can, I, I don't know. What do you want me to roll? The, uh... Charisma or investigation? Whichever you want. I'll do charisma. Okay. So you're going to try and charm the guard? Uh, one second. <laughs> Persuasion? That would also work. That's charm, yeah. You could grease That's his charm. palm a little bit if you needed to. I can grease his palm, all right. 18. Okay, he goes, Well, Dargo, now that you mention it, kind of, yeah. Actually, um, as, as you know, there's uh, been those pirates that have been coming in the town, and uh, there's a lot of people down on the docks that have been just getting jumped, mugged. They're getting a lot more brash now. They're coming further and further into town. They it's knocked worse over. And worse. Well, they knocked over the um, the dancing Pegasus last night. Not the dancing Pegasus. They stabbed the poor the poor uh, barmaid. Now she's okay. Luckily, one of the clerics was able to get to her in time. But uh, not Cheryl. It wasn't pretty, <laughs> which means. I don't know, man. I mean, like I said, we're just we're a small town. Like we're we're like three steps above a fishing all village. Right, all right, don't 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 worry. I try to reassure him. Don't worry. I'll, we'll figure out what's going on here. We'll get to the bottom of it. He's like, please do, man. So, as you say that, you enter. Um, you go through this huge royal garden, stuff like that. Well, there's a lot of flowers, um, whatnot. It smells very very nice. You notice the other king's daughters seem to be kind of milling around, not looking at you guys directly, but they notice you guys come in. And as you pass through the big doors leading towards the throne room, they begin to follow behind you. So, you come into the main throne room, you see Lord Kjolst sitting upon a th- sitting upon his throne. He's dressed in these royal blue robes with the red sash. He looks very troubled. He's a bald man. He looks... The best way to describe him is think of Michael Ironside, grumpy face. Would be the best Isn't way Michael to Ironside already kind of grumpy face? Oh, yeah. Or, 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 <laughs> more grumpy face than normal. What about the, the, pr- the principal Strickland from Back to the Future? Yeah, like that very grumpy face, very the, the crown upon the troubled brow yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They both have that look. So, he's like, Dargo, good morning, my friend. Hello, sir. Glad you have come. And I'm glad you brought some adventuring compatriots with you. Okay, so, and I, I basically skip the formalities, sort of, and just go down to brass tacks. What is going on? What do you need? Well, my youngest daughter, the lovely Mira, has been taken by pirates. We, um, we were taking one of, uh, one of our ships out to among the many islands along the coast. We were, uh, gonna bring home some of, um, some of the new mead that's being brewed by the local tribes. We're just basically out for, I would dare I say, a family outing, a family vacation. And these ruffians attacked us. My guards were able to take most of them, but uh, we could not get to poor Mira. And I've had to hide it from the townsfolk because we're vulnerable. There's traitors in our ranks. They're able to get in the town almost traitors. every night. And, and it's only a matter of time. I, I, I take this time to mention uh, there seems to be more activity at nighttime regarding. So I, I mentioned somebody tried to break into into the what, what do we call it the bear the, the bear bear's den. den the bear's den somebody tried to break into the bear's den last night while we slept and I thought I saw somebody watching us as we walked into town. He kind of strokes his chin. 
And he's like, that doesn't surprise me at all, actually. Like I said, they're getting a lot more brash, and uh, they're not afraid to send more and more powerful adventurers and cutthroats into the city limits now. Okay. What exactly, when you said you saw a man watching you, what happened? Uh, as I glared at him in the dark, he disappeared into thin air. As if he was never there he at all. He kind of drops the glass he's drinking from, and he's like, disappeared in, in the thin air how? As in, he turned into a what appeared to be a vapor and disappeared. His eyes go wide. He looks at, 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 at his four daughters. They all kind of look at him, and they're like, that's the guy. That's the guy? That's the guy. That's the one who took Mira. We didn't catch his name, but we shot arrow after arrow after him, and he would just sidestep them, or just worse yet, they would just go through him as if he wasn't even there. Okay. May I interject for a second? He goes and introduce yourself, ma'am. My name is Ikhoons. Pardon my appearance. As you can see, I am a tiefling, but no worry. I mean you and your daughters no harm. My only curiosity is why would someone want to take your lovely youngest daughter? Well, perhaps perhaps to hold the land for ransom, perhaps money, perhaps wealth, perhaps influence. Maybe they want something from me. My, uh... Cambridge, we're not a poor town, but we are not a town to be trifled with either. My city guard are very, very elite, and we could make a powerful small army should we want to invade one of the islands nearby. So, perhaps they wish to hold something over my head. And I'm not alone. I've made enemies over the years. There have been others that have come before me, and there will be others that will come after me. I'm most certain of it. Business associates... Perhaps even fellow lords. And so. so far, has anyone come forward to make demands or ask for a ransom? <sighs> he kind of sighs for a second and goes, No one directly, other than the fact that the pirates do not seem to fear my city guard as they once did. Like I was explaining to Dargo, we believe there's a traitor in the mist, but we're not sure who it could be because... Whenever our guard patrols get to where the pirates are, they're gone. Whenever we suspect there's a den of them hiding, the smuggler's den has been cleaned out. They're always one step ahead of us. Hmm. He looks at your friend, he looks at Absalon and goes, and I can only assume you're here to represent your faith because you desire something from me. Yes. He looks at you, goes, Judging by your coin purse, I'm guessing it's a little light, which should be an indication that the church is also light, correct? Very light. Well, you've been very good to my family. You've married off every single one of my daughters, except for Mira herself. So... Which, when we find her, will change. Well, I'm glad they've sent someone. They've sent someone who they believe to be their best emissary for the job ahead and uh, whatever assistance we can offer you we will we don't have many leads but we suspect the docks would probably be the best place to start maybe track these cutthroats as they come in during the evening I know 
your um, he looks at uh, Ikunas and says, "I'm judging by your extravagant outfit. Um, you're probably a performer, maybe a bard, perhaps." Uh, why, yes, in fact. He goes, "Why don't you, might I suggest?" Start checking out a lot of the local entertainment scene. It is the Festival of the Sun, which means there's a lot of loose tongues right now as the mead and wine flows. You're a very beautiful, if different creature. Thank you. I mean you no offense. But uh, perhaps someone with the right loose lips and loose coin purse might talk to you. If there's anything these people understand, it's money. I, I give Ikunas a stare. Uh, the stare is the don't fuck the lord stare. I'll do my best. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, Maybe later. He goes, should you need anything else? My, he goes, my court hand will be here to help you. You, of course, know James, the court hand. He's uh, an older gentleman, sort of like the king's guards. Sort of like the king's guard. Ca- he basically does everything around. The king's steward, so to speak. And he, I, he's one of the one of the town's defenders. I worked with years ago defending yep. the town. So, yep, he's a good guy. Always drops by every Thursday night for a drink. Shake his hand, say hello. He's like Dargo. It's good to see you, and I'm glad you're on this because you know we're in trouble. They cut down three of my best men in the last week. Damn. These are men that have families. With that, Lord Kill says, "I must bid you all good because uh, I grow weary of this, and he just kind of gets up from his throne and just kind of walks out. You can tell this is bothering him. Yeah. So, I, I have I, I, I we sort of huddle up outside, right? Yep. And I go, let's. I in the back of my head, it's been bothering me about the dog and how it barks every day at the well. Mm-hmm. I go, you know, when nighttime comes, we can go check out the entertainment and see people, but kind of want to see what's going on with that dog. So I say, do you mind if we take a stroll to the center of the city? No, that's fine. All right. But as you do that, we come to the end of our first hour. Whoa! For Terrible Warriors, I have been Mike the Birdman Dodd, joined with the bear fucker, Alex. Absalon the St. Bernard. And Ikuns All right. Dennis. All right, we'll catch you guys next time right here on TerribleWarriors.com. The Cambridge Chronicles is a Terrible Warrior ongoing adventure. The Chronicles are entirely funded by supporters from Patreon at Patreon.com slash Terrible Warriors. If you like what you've heard and you want to hear more, the Terrible Warriors continue to release new episodes in their rotating catalog of one-shot campaigns every Tuesday and Thursday. You can find out more at TerribleWarriors.com. Follow us on Twitter at Dice Warriors. Technical production by Alex Ricci. Music written and recorded by Ori Falkner. Artwork by Hess Bell. For now, the books are closed. The dice are packed away. And the chips are stuck to the floor. Join us next time, brave adventurer, for the next chapter in the Cambridge Chronicles. Chronicles.